clouds and showers and even scattered thunderstorms into the night. The overnight low will get down to 61. Support for WJFF Radio Catskill comes from the River Reporter newspaper in Narrowsburg, New York. RiverReporter.com. From the Women's Health Center in Homesdale, Hamlin, Waymart, Carbondale, and Lords Valley in Pennsylvania. Physicians and certified midwives who deliver. The Women's Health Center is a Wayne Memorial Community Health Center. WMH.org. WJFF Jeffersonville. You're listening to Radio Catskill. Okay, so gather around the radio, boys and girls, because it's time for another edition of Let's Talk Vets right here on Radio Catskill. I'm your host, Staff Sergeant Doug Sandberg. This is where we discuss vet-centric topics, the good, the bad, and the ugly, in the hope that listeners will better understand our veterans, our veterans will know that they're not alone, and perhaps, just perhaps along the way, we'll learn a little something about each other. We sincerely hope to accomplish this mission. Tonight, Dawn Shaw will be by. She's the director of the VA Hudson Valley Healthcare System. Bring us an update on the VA today. Then we'll go where a river runs through it. Hancock, New York is a bucolic village nestled on the west branch of the Delaware River. This area is renowned for its world-class fly fishing. Just outside town is the West Branch Angler Resort, site of the second annual service couples trip to the upper Delaware River for veterans, First Responders and Their Families, Spouses, or Partners was held June 6th through 11th. This five-day event was sponsored by Trout Unlimited Service Partnership and the Friends of the Upper Delaware River. We caught up with Peter Moskovitz of the Friends of the Upper Delaware River Board and Mike Banaszewski, Director of Trout Unlimited Services Partnership, and a few of the folks attending to get their thoughts and feelings about this wonderful event. Peter, tell us about this area and this resort and uh, how this event came to be. The Upper Delaware River has always been a fly fishing haven. It was the east branch of the Delaware was the place where fly fishing began in North America. Uh, Some of the great fly tires and anglers of the 19th century gravitated to this area and made Livingston Manor and Roscoe, New York, their center. Uh, The West Branch was sort of the poor sister to the East Branch until New York City built two reservoirs in Downsville and Deposit, New York, the Papacton Reservoir and the Cannonsville Reservoir. And they supply 50% of New York City's water, and the beauty of it is that it's filtration exempt. 
that means it's so clear and it's so pure and there's so little sediment and silt in it that they don't have to filter the water and filtering is expensive so new york city loves this place and they protect the watershed and so it's they protect the quality of the water assiduously they're pretty strict so it's great water and the two dams have discharge from the bottom that's cold water and the cold clean water is the perfect trout habitat so this has become a wild fish river there's no stocking anymore here and anglers from all over the world come to the upper delaware river so we are in a beautiful spot west of hancock about i don't know seven eight miles maybe and only a stone's throw from Route 17, which is the future Interstate 86, but we might as well be miles and miles away except for some tire hump from the highway. We're in a, an idyllic setting, uh, a valley, there's a, a, a pond in front of us, and this event was organized by uh, Friends of the Upper Delaware and Trout Unlimited uh, around some veterans. Tell us about that. Trout Unlimited has had a veterans service partnership for a number of years. And most events uh, for veterans that involve therapeutic angling, because we have discovered that angling is truly therapeutic for veterans who suffer the injuries of their service, particularly the psychosocial injuries Well, a friend of mine who's a neuroscientist, he runs the uh, Department of Defense's Neurological Institute. He's a research director, and he said once to me, and it stuck in my heart, he said, the most painful scars grow over the wounds of moral injury. And so I wanted to do something for our veterans, and most of the programs that exist are for individuals. And I understood that early on that the families of veterans suffer every bit as much during their service and after their service as the veterans themselves. I don't have a scientific uh, experience with this, but my my sense of it is that there there are two elements to it. One is the place in which uh fishing happens. It is rivers and moving water or open, calm waters. And the process of angling is one of relaxation with intense concentration. It seems a paradox. I mean, those are contradictory concepts. And yet, when you combine the relaxation of being in the river, the moving water, or out on still water, in front of still water. There's something about the gentle movement of still water that is like sitting in front of a fire. It's the flickering movement of something natural. It is the, natu- the shape of natural things. And yet angling, particularly fly fishing, requires an intense concentration that when combined with that natural shape of natural things is therapeutic. And the Veterans Service Partnership ran events and and there are a couple of events in the Rocky Mountains for couples. And I wanted to duplicate that in the East so with the partnership and sponsorship of FUDR and cooperation with Trout Unlimited, we had our first event in 2019. 2020 had to be canceled, of course, but now we're back and we have six couples this year and it looks like a wonderful group and I'm looking forward to this next week. So frame this event out for us. How does it go? Give us a little bit of a mini itinerary. Well, everybody gathered last night, which was Sunday evening. We had dinner together, introduced ourselves, had a good time together, socialized. 
And today we are having volunteers come and instruct the couples, because most of them are beginners. And there's a day of instruction and then wade fishing here in the Delaware River. In the pond, if we like, there's bluegills and bass in the pond, but the big trout are out in the river. And wade fishing at the home pools and waters of the West Branch Angler Resort. And then uh, we have another day on Wednesday of instruction and wade fishing. And in between, on Tuesday and Thursday, we're going to have float fishing. And we have six guides for the couples who will take them to beats of their choice on the river and give them the experience of float fishing for big trout on the upper Delaware. It doesn't matter. <laughs> You're a first responder or you work in no, the healthcare? No, my boyfriend is in the um, Air Force. Oh, okay. He's partner. Air Force. So you must be a good person. <laughs> so so your boyfriend is? David Wisniewski, um, Lieutenant Colonel in the Air Force. Okay, where is he stationed? Um, technically, Washington, D.C., the Pentagon. Okay. Yep. And you are? Chesley Wiseman. Okay, cool. So you're not a fisherman or... Prior to this, you haven't been a fisherman? Or? I have been. Oh, I have been. Yep, grew up on Martha's Vineyard, um, grew up, you know, spinning rod and reel. And okay. so been doing this together for about just the last year. Oh, very nice. So it, it, it's something you can do together. Something we can do together. We travel to do it together and um, fun to learn together. It's a life sport, I think. Is this your first time up in this neck of the woods? Yeah. No, it's our first time. It's absolutely stunning. Isn't it beautiful? Yes. Yeah, yeah. It's very good. I want to get a minute with your uh, significant other here. Yeah, so, he'd love to talk to you. It's very nice to talk to you. Nice Thank to you. talk with you. Lieutenant Colonel David Wisnowski is currently serving in the United States Air Force. However, his sights are set a bit higher. He will soon be joining our newest branch, the United States Space Force. So you're actively serving. Yes, that's correct. Currently in the Air Force, and our names are at Congress to join the Space Force. I heard that. That's what do you? How do you feel about that? That's got to be pretty exciting, right? Yeah, this is uh, a community. I've been a part of the space community for the last twelve years, and it's it's cool that we're standing up our own service here. And it's just now now seems to be the right time where space exploration is really taking root, and the commercial industry is picking up, and uh, it's it's going to be a great place for us to advance our DoD capabilities. First time up in this neck of the woods? Yeah, first time fishing the Delaware. I've heard great things about how great of a stretch this is, and I'm just excited to be with great people and great support and uh, and taking advantage of this opportunity. Well, that's great. Thank you for your service. You're a volunteer. Uh, yes, uh, I enjoy uh, teaching the military. I was a military vet myself. What branch? The Army. Doesn't make you a bad guy. <laughs> where where, when did you serve? Oh, it was 1961 to 64. We know where you were. <laughs> You're right. Yeah. So, uh, so, well, very nice for you to give your time here to uh, help these folks out. Yep, um, I I enjoy this immensely teaching the vets. It's a beautiful, beautiful yeah. spot. You're lucky to live here. Huh? Uh, yeah, you're right. Okay. Well, thank you very much. Okay, you're welcome. What is your name? My name is Lindsay Betis. Okay, and you are a veteran or with a veteran? I am a veteran. And I, I heard you say you're a pilot? I am. Really? I am a pilot. I flew P3s and P8s for about 12 years active duty. Okay, for those of us that don't recognize those terms, what are those aircraft? Those are large two and four engine aircraft that do mostly sub hunting. And you did that for how many years? I did that for about 12 total years, mm -hmm. uh, and I just transitioned to the reserves. Very nice. And that was the Navy, right? Navy, yes. Yep, very good. Well, thank you for your service. What does it mean to be here in this in this environment, in this uh, project? I am really thrilled to be part of this project that recognizes both the benefits that fly fishing can have for service members and the the way that we can give back to our communities as well. My husband and I just got out, 
and we just moved and we live right next to this beautiful stream and mm -hmm. we're so excited to be able to take these rods what and you've learned, reels yeah. and take mm -hmm. what we've learned and go stand out there and just have some peace for an hour or three and whether or not we catch fish is certainly up to our skill it's level. Secondary, and <laughs> right? That's secondary. Because you're probably going to catch and release anyway, right? Certainly, yeah. certainly. We're just really excited to have those, really the mental benefits that I've heard about from fly fishing and be able to just kind of go out there and release whatever you know, we've it's, got. It's nice to come down. I mean, when you're, especially when you're, well, you're in the military, but if you're a pilot, there's a lot to think about. Yes, and having... I'm sure that eventually this will become a mental game between me and the fish, but initially just the the repetitive motions and the, the calm peacefulness of the water. I'm really excited for that. What do you think fish talk about when they go home at night after they've been caught a couple of times? <laughs> I'm sure it is just like the rest of us in the military. It is all just a competition and, well, I only got caught twice. Yeah, I got away from that guy yeah. today. Well, he thought he had <laughs> he really, me. But... He really tried, but I'm better than him. <laughs> well, thank you for your service. Certainly, and thank you for uh, what you do. I I'm I heard about a little bit about this radio show, and yeah, and that's it's, wonderful. It's it's we've been doing it since uh, August of 2018. Wow, nice. We do two hours a month, and uh, that's well. I really appreciate it because as a veteran, getting into this community and having resources, people like yourself who. You know, you do this for our community is is kind of amazing. You know, yep. when I was active duty, obviously you have that active duty community, but now the veteran community is just so supportive. Excellent, thank you. <laughs> and you are a volunteer, correct? I am, with the son in the Army National Guard. Well, good for you. Yeah. And do you live in the area? I live in Westchester, Pennsylvania, south of here, about four hours. Yeah, that's uh, outside of Philly, right? So, how did you get involved in this as a volunteer? Well. Lee Hartman and some of the guys on the FUDR board, Friends of the Upper Delaware board, knew I was interested in helping out and got a hold of me, and here I am. Well, thank you for your service. No problem. Bo Beasley is a retired fire service captain and member of the Trout Unlimited Service Partnership Advisory Committee. He traveled a long way to support the veterans and the first responders attending this event. I'm a retired firefighter and paramedic for Fairfax County. Right. And um, Mike asked me if I'd be willing to help the organization reach out to... That'd be Mike who? Uh, Brzezinski with the TU Service Partnership. And uh, they're trying to reach out to more firefighters and police and uh, first responders as well as members of the military and try to get him involved in fly fishing and okay so he asked me to come up i live in virginia and he asked me is this to your first up time up in this neck of the woods yes it is it's the first time i've been up in this particular area and i have to say i'm really impressed with the uh with the west branch of the delaware and yesterday i was looking at the east branch and very impressed with the west branch angler resort this is uh it's beautiful so you got a group of how, how many veterans you got here I think they're 14. 14. I think they're all 14 people all together. Okay, cool. So you are a volunteer with this group? I am, yes. Yes. And your name is? Don Baylor. Okay. And uh, yeah, I did this two years ago. Of course, we couldn't do it last year. And it's a lot of fun. Yeah. Yeah, it's a you lot. You live in the area, right? No, I no, actually you live down in the Poconos, Stroudsburg. So, uh, and I'm a veteran. I'm an Army veteran. Okay. Where, when? <laughs> 69 and 70. We know where you were. No, actually. No. I was very lucky. I... I got drafted. I went to infantry training at Fort Lewis, but I, I had ruined my knee playing football. And with about a week left, I got out of the infantry, and I ended up staying at Fort Lewis. Thank God for knee injuries. I w yes, the only time I was happy to have that knee injury. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's great. It's great that you come up here to uh, be part of this program and help these folks. And, yeah. it's And uh, pursue your passion at the same yeah, time. Yeah, being a vet myself and knowing, you know, some of the things that go with it, I'm, I'm very happy to do it. Well, thank you for your service. Oh, you're welcome. So.
Your name is? Robert Wisniewski. Okay. And I'm here with my wife, Mary. And you're from? Grand Rapids, Michigan. Born okay. and raised there. All right. Uh, I spent, uh, well, a couple years, a few years of CBs, Navy CBs. Okay. When were you in? I was in, I went in in, well, actually active in 70. Okay. Vietnam was still going. I lucked out and didn't end up in Vietnam by about a month because I got sent to a battalion, MCB-10, in uh, Port Wenemi, California. And uh, they were, been there double tours back to back. And uh, they were within about three, four months of coming home. It was too late to send me through military training and then go over yet. Yeah, yeah. So I stayed on base and seeing they'd been uh, on double tours back to back. We were in home port for four months and then shipped out again. And uh, they had uh, detachments, went to Okinawa, I think uh, Hawaii, Japan, and I ended up going to Hawaii for nine months. Well, that wasn't too so bad. That was a pretty good deal. But <laughs> we built the uh, the carport or the drive through on the front of Simpack Fleet down there. Okay. And we were stationed at Barber's Point, and which is no longer. I've been back to Hawaii a couple of times, my wife and I, and that's no longer existent. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But uh, so, what yeah. is this? How did you come to get to this spot where we're standing right now? How did this come about? Well, through my son, actually. My son, David, is uh, Lieutenant Colonel, United States yeah, Air Force yeah. and uh, Space Force. And they had an opening here, and they asked if he knew anybody as a veteran yet. And so uh, he offered the extension out to my wife and I, and so here we are. Great. That's terrific. Well, thank you for your service, and thanks for being here. Well, thank you. Okay. I interrupt you for a minute? Well, hello. I'm just talking to your husband. I'm Mary Wisniewski. My, my husband is a um, CB right. Navy veteran, and my son is currently active um, Air Force. Very impressed with him, I am. Yes, yeah. yes. And you are too, obviously. And um, I am a Blue Star mom, have been for many years. Mm -hmm. And all that means is that we have children, daughters and sons, who are either active veteran or reservists. <laughs> So I heard you say you're a nurse practitioner. I'm a physician assistant. Physician's assistant. I'm sorry. Yep. yep. And uh, you're still you're still doing that, right? No, I am um, retired from Western medicine, practicing as a physician assistant. But okay. I also have invested my career and my education into doing um, LED light therapy for cellular healing. And um, what, did, what is explain that to me? Well, in two they're, words or less. <laughs> yeah, they're, they're wavelengths, and the depth of penetration is based off of the, the blue, the red, or the near-infrared light for, for the healing properties. Okay. The whole concept is to just flip the individual from a real stressed-out physical body, emotional body, um, into a, a very calm, relaxed state to help increase the circulation and improve the nervous system. By being exposed to these different to wavelengths the of light. depth right. of light, yeah. yeah. That's, that's pretty fascinating. Yeah. How long have you been doing that? Well, I went out to Boulder in 2015 to okay. get my certification. And i got to believe they're doing a lot of this with veterans. Well, that was my goal to do it because it's like I know I have a calling and a purpose to, to sway from traditional Western medicine and to branch out into more of an alternative approach to the body, teaching the body to heal itself like it's designed and knows what to do. So yeah, The body's a mind and the body's a powerful thing. So very much so, yeah. And okay. so my, well, my job Very is, nice to meet you. Thank you very and much. welcome to this part of the world. And uh, we hope you enjoy your week. Yes. Well, pretty excited to be here. Okay. Thank you. Take care. one of the participants and a first responder here with her husband to enjoy a week of fly fishing and relaxation. How did you get involved in this program? My father 
is a fly fisherman and I've been around it all my life. Okay. And my husband also has really gotten into fly fishing. Right. And my family, so my father, my husband, and my brother own a store that's fairly new and it's for fly fishing and canoeing and kayaking. And What's the name of the store? We'll give you a plug. Where is it located? It is in Glenville, New York, and it's called Black Dog Outdoor Sports. Okay. And there is a black dog there, so you can see okay. Gunny when you get there. So it's easy to recognize. Look for the black dog. Yeah. That's right. That's right. right. So it's great. So what does this mean to you to come here and, and do this with your husband? I think it's a great honor to be asked to participate mm-hmm. in something that it seems very special. And, you know, the people that are here seem to really love the, the area and care for the land. And mm-hmm. so I think it's a great honor. Well, that's terrific. We hope you enjoy your week. You, sir, you're a volunteer. Yes, I am. I'm Dan Plummer, and uh, I've been affiliated with Trout Unlimited and Friends of the Upper Delaware River for the past uh, uh, 15, 16 years now. I'm based right here in uh, East Branch, New York. Thank you for your service. Yeah, my pleasure. My pleasure. Well, it's great. I thank you for uh, doing this, volunteering to help these folks out, and this is a a -a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity for these guys. So thanks. Thank you. Thank yeah. you for coming out. So your name is? I'm Mike Banaszewski. I'm the director of Trout Unlimited Service Partnership Program. Okay, that's great. How did you get involved with this? I mean, where did this program come from? Where did it So start? for uh, since 2011, Trout Unlimited has had a program that honored the veteran community in particular. And what we did in this past year is we expanded that program so that it now encompasses not just our veteran community, but our full military community, um, including active duty, reserve, guard, uh, retirees and veterans, and then also uh, the first responder community, specifically the fire service, uh, the medical community, and uh, law enforcement. I think, uh, you know, the events of the last year with COVID didn't really change the nature of what these communities do, but a lot of us came to recognize the level of service that these individuals put in. Uh, and we wanted to expand our program to thank them as well and, and you know, offer them the opportunity to become part of Toronto Limited as well. So take us through the process here. How did these people come to be here? So these individuals are all, uh, you know, selected as, as representatives of the various uh, communities, both, as I said, the military communities and the, the first responder communities. By, by whom? Uh, by Trout Unlimited. So we, we invited them out here as a, as a way to say thank you and then also, you know, expose them to the fishing, the conservation, and the community, the big three that we are in Trout Unlimited. You know, we want them to, to become part of something and continue their legacy of service through what we offer in Trout Unlimited. The hope is that they'll have a great time, they'll experience that community here on these trips, and then they'll return back to their local areas and get involved in their local chapters and become leaders within those chapters. Where do you live? I live in upstate New York. I'm uh, out of Burnt Hills, New York, just outside Saratoga, New York. I have a national portfolio that I work with all the Trout Unlimited chapters and councils nationwide to help develop programs like this. You know, when we when we have a program like this where we bring people to a location, we, we do a lot to publicize it, and I greatly appreciate your, your being here for that. We, we want to publicize it so that people can see what can be done. And how many of these programs across the U.S. are there right now? I do I do seven of these trips. Um, right now we have about 200 programs nationally. We're hoping to expand that out to the full complement of our Trout Unlimited chapters, which is uh, over 400. So we're, we're working to build that. You know, obviously COVID was a, a very difficult year for getting people out, but uh, in previous years, you know, we, we had typically been doing over 600 events a year for, for the veteran community, and we hope to expand upon that. Well, thank you for providing this opportunity to everybody, including the first responders who suffer from some of the same issues that our veterans suffer. You're right. You're right. I, I think, uh, you know, when we, when we were making this decision to expand the program, we wanted to be sure that we were inviting in the communities that really could benefit the most from what we offer, not just in terms of community, but in terms of recreational therapy as well. You know, the experience of our veteran community has taught us that uh, this can be extremely beneficial to people's lives. It can change people's lives and, and provide them a source of, of peace where uh, the, the nature of their service may have uh, scarred them in ways that sometimes are very difficult to see. The rigors that many of these folks in the first responder world uh, face and the nature of their careers are very similar to... Yeah, and it's something that's, that nobody thinks about. Exactly.
Well, it seems that every week we discover more programs, organizations, and people working to give something back to those who have given so much to us. The service couples trip to the upper Delaware River for veterans, first responders, and their families, spouses, and partners is yet another example of that good work. Trout Unlimited Service Partnership and the Friends of the Upper Delaware River are making an investment in these people and affecting their lives profoundly. The dividends will be immeasurable as these folks take this experience, newfound skills, and newfound friends with them in their minds, their hearts, and their lives. And all the while they thought they were just fishing. You're listening to Let's Talk Vets on Radio Catskill, WJFF. I'm your host, Staff Sergeant Doug Sandberg. Now, here is Dawn Shaw, Director of VA Hudson Valley Healthcare System, with your latest updates on the VA today. Hi, Doug. I'm so happy to be with you today and uh, wanted to let you know about some new things going on here at VA Hudson Valley. Um, First, I want to let you know about a new service that we have um, opened at the Montrose campus of the VA Hudson Valley Healthcare System. We have a new clinic that opened last week uh, for audiology services. Uh, Historically at VA Hudson Valley, 
veterans have had to travel to our Castle Point campus to receive audiology services. But thankfully, uh, through some expansion efforts and some construction, we have been able to add an audiology booth at our Montrose campus and have begun seeing outpatient veterans at both Montrose and Castle Point effective mid-July. So we're very excited to offer that new service to our veterans. I'm also very proud to announce that VA Hudson Valley Healthcare System is partnering with the Hudson Valley Renegades minor league baseball team for their 20th anniversary of 9-11 baseball game. So on Saturday, September 11th, the Renegades are facing off against the Brooklyn Cyclones at Dutchess Stadium, which is about a mile down the road from our Castle Point campus. And VA Hudson Valley will be joining the Renegades in remembering the people who lost their life during the 9-11 terrorist attack 20 short years ago. This hits home for us for many reasons. First, being so close to New York City, Many of us know someone who was killed in the attacks or had a family member who was there on that tragic day in 2001. It's also not uncommon to know someone who responded to help during the aftermath. And the anniversary is always a reminder of the sacrifices our first responders make to keep us safe. So all of us here at VA Hudson Valley are looking forward to commemorating the lives of those who were lost, celebrating the heroism of those who responded in the face of unknown danger, and honoring the men and women who have continued to serve our nation and preserve the values we hold so dearly. So please join us on September 11th at Dutchess Stadium when we will do our best to never forget what happened 20 years ago and remember how we came together as a nation And we also stopped by Narrowsburg to check out Riverfest, a celebration of the people and the culture of the Upper Delaware River. It was a great celebration of rebirth after a long, dark winter lockdown. And I had the pleasure of attending this glorious event and the honor of speaking with some of the folks that were there. <laughs> What's your name, sir? Peter Weckerly. Diane Weckerly. Okay. You said you're a veteran. Yes, sir. When? Where? Uh, United States Marine Corps, 1966 to 68. We know where you were. Yep, I was. Yep, 13 months. Wow. 13 months. Well, thank you for your service. That, yeah, thank you so much. Combat engineer. Okay. 1371 was our MOS. Okay. And uh, we did a lot of uh, demolitions. So, um, what brings you here? Uh, we go, we come here every year. We only live a couple of miles from here. We come here every year just to see people. So, do you listen to WJFF at all? No. Any particular reason? I can't find it on the radio. I think I found it once, but it, it wasn't coming in very well. Well, it's it's uh, and actually we're right now in the process of possibly getting a transmitter over this way. Oh, okay. Because it's it's ninety point five, and we're oh, it's ninety point five FM or AM. FM. FM. Okay. Now I'll try it. You have a laptop? Yeah. Okay, so it's WJFFradio.org. Okay. You can listen live. Oh, okay, we'll give it a shot. This is my program. It's dedicated to vets. We do it twice a month, two, two hours a month. Oh, okay. And we do interviews. A lot of people have misconceptions about public radio. So they tend to think NPR, and, yep, and that's yep, all there is. Yep. Well, PBS. that's part of it, but we're much more than that because we have 33 programs that are locally produced by folks like me. Sure. So that's all unique stuff, and it runs oh, yeah. the gambit anything you want. Really? Good. So there's a booth up there with a schedule. Okay. So on your way out, stop on the left and pick up a schedule and give us a listen. You might like it. I Thank will. You Thank you so much. Thank you. Have a Thank great you. day. You, you too. too. Bye-bye. Bye-bye now. I think it might. What is your name? My name is Evan Snyder. 
Okay, and uh, you're enjoying Riverfest? Yes, sir, uh, very much. It's good to see a lot of people out here and help the local communities out. This young lady's your mom? Yes, sir. What's your name? My name is Stephanie Snyder. So your mom was just telling me something really interesting about you. Yes, I am an Eagle Scout of Troop 77 that I am glad I did for many years, and I learned so much in life that I wouldn't have without Boy Scouts. There you go. And who are you meeting with, uh, what is it, tomorrow? Yes, tomorrow I'm going to meet with the Air Force recruiter and uh, take my ASVAB and see what job I can get in the military. Well, it's not a bad move. Anything you're particularly interested in? Aviation technician, so I can do electrical systems on aircraft. My senior year of high school, I did a Votech class, electrical. Oh, okay. And so I did that and then continued in uh, my two years at Johnson College. So it was very nice meeting you. It's nice to meet a young man who's looking to do something to give back to the country. And uh, I don't think you'll go wrong. Thank you, sir, for your time, and I appreciate it. And thank you for your service as well. Thank you. including Let's Talk Vets with Mr. Hello. Doug Sandberg. Do you listen to Radio Catskill? No, actually, we don't. So you don't? Well, a lot of people a lot of people think that public radio is NPR and all these yeah. syndicated programs, but I found out the other day, talking with this young man, that we have 33... 33 hours of locally produced... 33 local programs, people oh, like myself that produce them. Very good. Listen... Listen all you can. Listen all the time. Do you? Oh, I listen to all the music shows, all the homegrown music shows on podcasts. Are you a veteran? No. Does it make you a bad guy? (laughs) This is a a locally produced show I do for veterans, so if you know know anybody... I know you. Jim does workshop live on Wednesday. Oh, I know you too. We haven't seen each other. Listeners. No, yes, very listeners. good. <laughs> I told you that you had the perfect voice for that show. I have the perfect face for radio. Oh, well. <laughs> <laughs> What's your name? Carl. What branch were you in? Navy. When? 68 to 74. Okay, I was in from 68 to 72. Oh, okay. So, <laughs> Air Force. Yeah. Are you familiar with uh, WJFF? No, not really, no. A public radio station. Oh, okay. Out of Here. Jeffersonville. Yeah, I know right? Jeffersonville, yeah. So, I do a veteran show twice a month. You can listen live mm-hmm. at 90.5. You can listen on the laptop. Yeah. WJFFradio.org, right. or you can get it as a podcast later. Thanks for stopping by and oh, talking with you. us. Enjoy your God day. Bless. Thank you for your service. Hi, we're here at Riverfrest in Narrowsburg. And young lady here, 
What is Rebecca? Rebecca. Very nice to meet you. Are you familiar with uh, WJFF? I am, I am. My husband, he is one of the producers at JFF. Oh, he is? Yeah, and we listen to your show. And I'm not a vet, but I love the subject matter that you always talk about. And it's always geared towards a group that I feel is underrepresented and underserved, which is unfortunate. Your show is always interesting. It's always on in our house. Great. And I just love listening to it. And I I appreciate that. You give a voice to a group, like I said, that's really underserved. Thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you, Doug. (laughs) Thank you. No, thank you. Well, enjoy your day here. Thank you. You too. <laughs> you used to do radio? Yes, I was. Um, I worked at WSUL Radio for two years. Oh, really? I was uh, the traffic manager. Okay. And um, once in a while they would ask me to do commercials because I can do different voices oh, and different accents. And when I left WSUL, I went to WVOS and I was there for nine years. Occasionally, I am a guest host on um, Thunder 102, and I'll be there the 5th of August to promote the Chandelier Music Festival. Well, good for you. Yeah. Are you a veteran? No. Do you know any veterans? Sure, okay. he does. I do a veterans radio show called Let's Talk Vets. We do it twice a month. You, are you in touch with the coalition? Yep. Okay. Howie Goldsmith? Oh, and the boys, yes. That's how I, I know all of them. I'm Ken Walter. I'm the one that uh, goes to all your legislative meetings and speaks up. Okay. So they, they got a good VA uh, group up there. Yeah. Uh, you must know John Crotty. Yeah, I know John real well, and uh, he does a good job, and he tries to really help the veterans. The VA is something that should be replaced with something better. In fact, I suggest that we should have VA care instead of like a Medicare for vets, but VA care so you can go any place you want. You shouldn't have to deal with Castle Point or all these other institutions. You can pick, you can pick the doctor of your choice to die by. Yeah. Well, depending on the situation, the Mission Act helps out a little bit. I think you can get local. It's a, it's a question of time and mileage, but it's a step in the right direction. It's a step in the right direction, but I think if they had VA care would. We could shut down the whole VA situation. The politicians give a lot of lip service but never deliver. Things change, but the Delaware River keeps flowing out to sea. Water flows like time in a cycle endlessly. Sometimes it's a million.
So here are some events taking place around the Hudson Valley for you. August the 6th, the Traveling Tomb of the Unknown Soldier Monument will be in Kingston. The opening ceremony is at noon at VFW Post 1386. Uh, That post is located on the bypass in Kingston. A former member of the Tomb Honor Guard from Arlington will be speaking about his first-hand experiences on duty. On the morning of the 6th, the Legion Riders and Patriot Guard and anyone else who cares to join in can meet up at the Picnic Pizza parking lot at 8 a.m. to escort the tomb to post 1386. There will be an opening ceremony at noon that will include a rifle salute and taps, followed by some brief remarks by the men escorting the traveling tomb and, as we said, the former honor guard of the tomb at Arlington. It'll be open to the public August 6th, 7th, and 8th, 10 a.m. to 5 p.m. daily. August 7th, Act Through Music event in memory of Aaron Cox. Don't miss this great opportunity to listen to wonderful music and raise awareness of suicide prevention. 20 bucks gets you an all-day pass, includes music, food, and drinks at the American Legion Post 151 in Middletown. You can purchase your tickets in advance by following the link for Facebook event at https slash slash fb dot me slash e slash two eight r y e o b m a. Questions? Contact Lisa Lewis at actthroughmusic at gmail dot com. Hosted by Act Through Music. August 21st is Veterans Appreciation Day at Dutchess Stadium as the Hudson Valley Renegades take on the Brooklyn Cyclones. The gates open at 3 p.m., pregame ceremonies at 5, the game starts at 6.05. Thanks to a joint venture, the Sullivan County Veterans Coalition and Action Toward Independence have free tickets available for that Hudson Valley Renegades game. And if you're interested... Contact the ATI office in Monticello at Our thanks this evening to Peter Moskovitz of the Friends of the Upper Delaware River, Mike Banaszewski, Director, Trout Unlimited Service Partnership, Lindsay Betis, Navy Reservist, and her spouse, Navy Reservist Abraham Betis, Bo Beasley, retired fire service captain and member of the Trout Unlimited Service Partnership Advisory Committee, Lauren Meyer, she's a medical professional and spouse of Scott Meyer, Charlie Beers, fire service and spouse of first responder Andrea Beers. David Wisniewski, he's an active Air Force officer, and his partner, Chesley Wiseman. Robert Wisniewski, Navy veteran, father of David, and uh, Mary Wisniewski, Dave's mother, and a physician's assistant, medical researcher. And, of course, Don Shaw, director of the VA Hudson Valley Healthcare System. Guido Saucy for the song Delaware River. And to you for joining us once again. Please let your friends know about this program and share with us your comments and suggestions for future shows. Also, send us your upcoming events so we can talk about them on the air. Email me at vets at wjffradio.org. Leave us a voicemail at 845-431-6500. Don't forget, this program is now available as a podcast. Until our next formation, thanks for listening. Thank you for your service. Well, it seems our theme tonight was all about the Delaware River, so as my friends down south would say, it's only fitting that we take you all on home with a song by Roger Dietz called Delaware River Romance. Y'all come back now. If you can't come, call. If you can't come or call, wave as you go by. Good night, y'all.
Like the river was long We'd sit and watch the world float by And we'd sing our little river song I'm on my way To see my love I know She's waiting where The Delaware's waters flow We're on our way To heaven soon I know It's heaven where The Delaware's waters flow So fine, we'd watch the water down below, glisten in the afternoon sun. Then we'd watch that river disappear when our Delaware day was done. I'm on my way to see my love. I know she's awaiting where the Delaware's waters flow. We're on our way to heaven soon. I know it's heaven where. Delaware's waters flow Staff Sergeant Doug Sandberg for some updates from the VA, and then we'll take an audio excursion to Hancock, New York, and the second annual Service Couples Retreat, sponsored by Friends of the Upper Delaware River and Trout Unlimited Service Partnership, as a way to say thank you to some vets and first responders for their service. That's Wednesday at 7 p.m. right here on Radio Catskill WJFF. Cassie of Rare Pair Radio. It's a weekly showcase of primarily female artists, but also a wide range of avant-garde musicians. The fruit of post-punk, experimental, and fringe music. Your eyes are set on stone. I love to see you shine because you really blow Rare Pair Radio, Friday at 8 p.m. WJFF Jeffersonville. On air at 90.5 FM. 
Streaming online at WJFFradio.org. On your smartphone and on your smart speaker. We are Radio Catskill.